Musical Theater Writer Guy is recorded as a YouTube channel series on Muncie Lenape and Canarsie lands. The audio from each episode is also released here in podcast form. To watch or to learn more, please find us on YouTube or through my website at michaelraddy.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-R-A-D-I dot com. Enjoy the show. Okay, you finished the piece. Hooray! Time to hear it out loud, right? Oh. Oh, that means that we're going to need some readers and some ears, huh? Readings are a writer's best friend and worst enemy. We simultaneously love, hate, want, don't want, need, run away from hearing our words sung and read aloud. It's a necessary part of the development process of theatrical pieces, so no matter how we feel about them, we should probably know what the different types are and how we use them. The first one is the home reading. Now this one's pretty simple and straightforward. You get some people together, invite them over to your home or somewhere similar that is safe and lovely and comfortable, and you give them a part to read, and no one has any preparation ahead of time. They just read the words aloud with you, and for musicals, you may play demos, or you may play the music live, or maybe the songs aren't even done yet. And how is everyone compensated? Enjoy? Merriment? Pizza, maybe? Maybe some wine? Who's to say? These are a great way to get a little bit of feedback early on in the process from people you know, love, and trust. Or to just hear the words aloud so you can be like, oh, that did not come across as intended. Now, usually at the end of these readings, you have a whole bunch of notes for yourself and realize how many edits you have to do. (laughs) It's normal. It's totally normal. Slightly depressing at times, but totally normal. The next type of reading is a closed reading. These are actually pretty similar to home readings, but instead of doing it in your home, although I guess you could do it in your home, you do it somewhere else often a studio of some sort, but these are where it's not open to the public, we're not inviting people to come, it's still only the people involved in the reading. But this time around, people did learn their parts ahead of time. You also probably taught the music to people instead of singing everything yourself or using demos. These are usually still done with friends or people you know, kept pretty chill, and also the idea is to still bring people together that you know, love, and trust to give feedback. But this time around, you're doing a more fully fleshed out reading of the material. Now perhaps you invited a director friend to come and listen in because you want their opinion or see if they're interested. Maybe you even hired an accompanist so you don't have to play as the composer so you can just sit back and listen. This time around, we'll keep the food and the booze for afterwards. That way that people can give you critique and feedback that is useful to you and a little less casual, though still pretty low stakes at this point. Moving up the ladder, we've got the staged reading. Now staged reading is kind of a strange name because oftentimes there's no staging, especially if equity is involved because there can't be any staging in a staged reading. These are more done at music stands and sometimes with like choreographed movement where people stand up or sit down when they're entering and exiting. Now, oftentimes these are done in theaters or in studios. They could be part of things like festivals and they are perhaps a little more professional than the closed reading idea. This is where the performers not only learn the material but are bringing actual acting with them to the material so you can hear it come to life a little bit more than that closed reading idea. 
Likely you hired people that you may not have known ahead of time. People have actually done rehearsal up to 29 hours worth if we are following equity guidelines, which if you have equity people, you should be following equity guidelines. Do it. During the rehearsal process, changes may have been made with the actors in the room or new pages brought in and everyone's just kind of doing their best to make a presentation for the end. Now this presentation may feel like a performance, but it's not. It's totally not. It's still just a reading of the material, but it may feel like a performance because we've invited some people to listen who were not involved in the process, or perhaps it's in a festival and it's open to the public and people bought tickets to come listen to your material as it develops. Then we get up to the invited reading. Now this is where more stakes become attached to the reading idea. For these types of readings, money has been raised, music stands are probably not involved at all, you are paying actors to come in who may have recognizable names, also that you can invite industry folks to come listen to the material in the hopes of getting someone interested in the piece to move forward with you or to keep in contact with afterwards. These can happen during high profile festivals or conferences, or it could just be a rented space somewhere on or near Broadway. For these, scripts are contractually in hand, but really the performers generally know their material pretty darn well and are giving it their actual all. It feels a bit more like a performance in the energy within the room, and that's super exciting. Now the last kind of reading I wanna talk about is the workshop reading, which could be viewed more as a workshop performance or a workshop production. These terms are all a little bit vague and they can kind of cross over a little bit. Now, these often come about because someone wants to produce the show or a theater is interested in doing the show or you just know that there's more development to be done and need to do a workshop. These workshops are often like two week sort of things where everyone gets together and everyone is working together to improve the piece as it is being rehearsed and staged. It is memorized, changes are made, everyone is excited because at the end of this there will be a presentation of the work, not a full production by any means, but a presentation on its feet that feels live and that is the best kind of reading. Now this was just a super general overview of the different kinds of readings and how they might be useful to writers, but you can always learn more about each of these types by doing a little research online or hopping over to michaelwriter.com and reading a blog. But the most important thing here is that you are getting the support and feedback that you need for your piece. And if you wanna learn more about this type of supportive feedback, then you should watch this video next. Otherwise, thank you all for being here with me today and I'll see you again soon. Cheers! Thank you for listening to Musical Theater Writer Guy, available wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate and review this show as it really helps others to discover what you already know. And please do share this show far and wide so we may all become an even closer musical theater community.